I'll be doing a bunch of the admin shit for the detachment now, and I'm just like... At least you weren't tapped to do a Spanish plug-in for our freaking walkthroughs. I will speak Spanish, Jacob. Then you take like two years of Spanish in high One. school. One, but guess what happened the year after that? I got high as fuck to where I couldn't even remember the name of my <laughs> teacher and up to and including the time me and Cody. She was a weird chick, dude. <laughs> yeah, the time me and Cody were high as fuck because the uh, we were going to go to the comic shop, but the comic shop wasn't open yet, so we got a bit high at Jeremy's who was living on and fucked around in the mall for a while and we were in JC Penny this lady was like Roberto it's like who the fuck are you no clue who this lady was it was that freaking spanish teacher i still can't remember what her name is i don't care what her name was all i remember was oh what was it robert whatever the fuck his name was end up passing her class cuz he found her weed <laughs> He found her stash, so he got an A in the class. I was like, shit. Like, I don't fucking remember dick from Spanish class, man. Good times. That's pretty funny. But no, yeah, so, well, not really all that hard. If you open up a new uh, document in Google Drives and paste the, the info there, go to Tools, translate to Spanish... And have someone proofread it. Done. But then it's a matter of plugging it if you if you copy paste wrong, because if you're doing it to a pamphlet, you gotta know what goes where, because you can't see it. And the first couple times I did the setup wrong. So it was all just one giant line of text that I had to realize, oh fuck, what goes where? Cause I was I should have showed you what it looked like before that. I actually just took the PDF of the of the walkthrough and lined up the document, lined up the, the, the blurbs, and then put a white background behind my text to cover up the fucking PDF's writing. <laughs> Ugh. It's so janky as fuck, man. Right. But hey, some people are wanting it, so I can give that to our, uh, to some of the, it's not something I'm going to be sending now, it's just something that will be on some of the bigger clients' stuff on their end, so they can like, oh, you want it in, in Spanish? Pachoo! There you go. But yeah, it's fucking weird. Oh yeah, it's so weird. But yeah, getting tapped into the admin stuff that ain't bad. Well, except for it's military admin stuff, Bob. It's it's much worse than yeah. There's a lot of stuff, and I'm just like, oh god, I think I'm gonna hate life. But it, hey, it's training. It is fucking training. It'll it'll look good on an eval. That's great, but it just it'll also look good. On a resume. I was network administrator for the fucking Navy. Eat me. It's not even network administrator. It is what kind of administrator? Like paperwork administration. Oh, I thought you meant when you said admin. When you say admin like that, oh, I'm sorry. assuming network administrator. Yeah, no. No network. So you're gonna be you're gonna be office bitch. <sighs> I'm sorry, that's gonna suck. But, it kinda does, but But you know. also looks good on a resume. Yeah. You're the front office bitch. <laughs> I am. Oh, might as well get it. Uh, hello and welcome to another... another Jake, you do it. Hello and welcome to a, yet another episode of A Brother's Squirrel. That's Bob. That's Jake. I done fucked. <laughs> and today we will be talking about probably Harry Potter. 
defo Harry Potter. I got a shitload of what the fuck Potters. Probably super fight. Maybe super fight. And, and we'll probably make some bad jokes in between. Prior. In between, not probably not, because Jake, I'm gonna front load something. I'm actually it's gonna be a your body and you, but it's not gonna be our gross. Okay. Because uh, uh, it, it was popping up in the back of my mind from last week because it's something we talked about off air. Uh, how you were discussing the fact that you shave your pits. Mm-hmm. And would you mind telling our dear viewers why? Because I fucking stink. <laughs> I mean, look, seriously. If, if I... Okay, hold on. Let's, let's, let's build a mind puzzle. Everyone close your eyes and take a deep breath. Exhale. Uh, what I want no, you don't to do... take a deep breath no, if it's your pits on, that on, we're talking on. about. Shh, you're, you're ruining okay, the chi here, Bob. Okay. okay, imagine imagine your favorite In-N-Out location. In-N-Out burger, not In-N-Out. In-N-Out, okay? Now, boop. <laughs> Six to midnight. <clears throat> now, think about whenever you go in there and you get your burger, you probably have onions on it. You bite into it. After you take that first bite, you catch a whiff of onion. That smell is me without fucking deodorant for the past, what, almost 30 years of life. Since I was in fourth grade. Or for those people who don't like In-N-Out or don't live in a place with it, think about that time you were in the office and somebody four cubicles down went to Burger King. That's a good one, too. Because Burger King... Their onions are pungent. Yep. Yeah, this boy I, had I'm some nasty fan, pits. I'm a fan of pungent onions, but no, there was just one day we went to a, an appointment. It was like mid 90s outside in Kentucky. It was Early all 90s. Hot and gross and shit. And we're like, what's that smell? Yeah, it was me. Because I needed You were like in third fucking grade. Yeah, I was like in third <laughs> or fourth grade. So, uh,. No, it's something that I've always been kind of self-conscious about. So a few years ago, I'm like, you know what? I wonder if it would just kind of curve it and maybe I wouldn't use so much damn deodorant. Oh, I can, yeah. I can no. go through a stick of a stick of deodorant maybe in like two weeks. Oh, guys, guys, guys. Before that, like, let's let's just uh, let's just <laughs> sidestep for a second. In high school, he used the aerosol shit. You know those, uh, if you took... The uh, what it would like anytime he walked out of his bedroom was if you smashed together every pot movie ever when somebody opens up their car and it hot box outs and mix that with every 80s movie about valley girls just the hairspray all over you mix those two together and you got what it was like anytime this fucko open, opened his bedroom yeah, door it's pretty much me from 16 to 25 yeah it was bad it was very very bad and Jake I bring this up because control group. Okay. How you said you got it done because, you know, because, well, if you think about it, it won't la- it won't linger on your uh, hair. Hair, uh, ha- the way hair interacts with sweat and scent on the and human also, body And also, it, it allows it to disperse mm-hmm. with your sweat. Right. Sure, this, the smell may be spread about, but that's a good thing. It's not congealed in your pits. Right. I bring this up. Because as control group, I can say yes, it does work. Oh, did you shave? Yeah, your pants? I was shaving my. I was I was trimming my beard. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck. <laughs> and yeah, I've used so much less fucking deodorant because of it. Also, I'm wanting to see if another thing works. 
the 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 under bits of your shirts if that stops getting nasty. So I don't know, maybe it's just left over from previous before I started shaving pits, but you know, some of it still kind of like yeah. undershirts and it stuff. It never still gets has rid of it, yeah. Of a, like almost a stale smell that, to it. No I'm not talking about stale, I'm talking about the physical it, stain. I know you're yeah. talking about like that brownish yellowish yeah, that line, kind of stain. Yeah. Um since doing this, I can't think of any stains that have popped up. Well, I got but. a new black shirt. It will also be part of this control. <laughs> well, well actually, black, no, because can't I can't. Tell. Yes, Jake, you can. If it's if it's mixed in with, because okay, I'm sorry, you can't, because the deodorant gets evaporated in no time. Mine, it mixes with the with the deodorant and turns into a paste. It's only been very few times where people have been like, "What's that smell?" And it's been me because I'm just so paranoid about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's one of those things. There were times, like, in high school where if I felt like it was coming on, I'd hit myself with some more deodorant. And I don't know if it was, like, maybe mixing deodorants or already being hot and sweaty and then putting on some more. Like, my armpits would be on fire, dude. It sucked so bad. Yeah, it was... It's a bummer. Oh, no, it... Like, I get because when I was walking to work all the time, I was always worried about, you know, the smell coming, seeping through. Like, there is still a a thing of deodorant inside my back <laughs> that I that I use for work and stuff. Because, yeah, I was just always worried. And, of course, you know, you get those times where you forgot. And I know that must be hell for you because, for me, it's bad. And I'm just like, oh, shit, oh, shit. Look! You T-Rex everything. He's like, oh, could you could you help with this, Bob? Yes, sure. You just <laughs> arms are like, your elbows are like locked to your sides. And all you can do is like barely gesticulate with your T-Rex arms. Just like, okay, I'll work on that. Yeah. You start typing like you're a fucking Muppet. <laughs> Which then it really doesn't help because you're keeping all this. Heat oh, you're ke- and also the stress. Yep. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy at that point. Yep, it is. Like those times you're worried you got a you're wearing shorts and you're worried you got a taint smell. Guess what? You're gonna get a taint smell. <laughs> yeah, I don't worry about that. You've never once just worried about a taint smell. Nope. And then a taint smell occurred. Nope. Taint true, man. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's a very specific type of taint smell you're trying to describe, but no. Not that I'm aware of. You lived in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. The land of soupy gooses, all right? <laughs> Your shit is, like, you are just walking in body soup in Kentucky. It's true. And you never had to worry about your Florida's, junk smell. Florida is way worse than Kentucky. Oh, man. God. You never once you had to worry about that smell. Fuck you, Jake. No, I was worried about maybe just, like, in general sweaty ass smell, but not taint smell. Well, I'm just using taint as a general, because taint is fun to uh, say. Yeah. Just when you get, like, that, just, like, an odd scent. Like, I don't know, maybe you got some, like, the side of your shit's acting up, or maybe you had a bad wipe experience. Any any say odd smell so. that can't. <laughs> say it taint so. <laughs> say it taint so. Whoa, whoa. But yeah, I was just wanting to just wanted to do that because finally there was a your body and you where it's how to make it not gross. And it's true, it does work. And honestly, I don't get the need for people to shave. Like as in, should you or shouldn't you, especially for the female demographic, man, you do you. You wanna, right. you don't wanna, whatever. I mean, hell, the only reason I haven't because I know I like I want to get my leg tap fully finished up. 
But uh, yeah, because the only reason, because like I like I like my tattoos on my leg, but I hate having them on my leg because my leg hairy. Yep. I don't want to shave just one leg. And also, where would I stop? That's the problem when Dude, it comes to shaving. So, Where would you stop? Because I am a fuzzball. Even before shaving my pits, like I would shave my arms. Do you remember that phase of shaving my yeah. arms? Yeah. Yeah, I used to do that because I don't know, I, I liked it. And then I would shave like my chest and stomach. And then, but yours. At one point, I did just use nair like on pretty much the whole body, like arms, chest, nuts. Oh, I've done that bit before. Uh, it fucking burns. Legs, Holy you know, shit. All that. But the thing is, is just that smell of almost like burning hair. No, 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 Jake. It is burning hair. <laughs> and it's just, yeah. And it takes so long. Like, it would take And then me, you never cleaned out the fucking drain. It would take me like an hour and a half, an hour, something like that, to do the entire body because you have to let it sit. Like... Once, you know, you can do your arms, boom, then you have to wait for it to sit in. Then you've got to take the rag to smear off the hair that does come off. Then you've got to take a razor to then shave the hair that didn't come out. Which defeats the purpose of using it. And that's just, well, and I would do that just as a cleanup. Because Nair doesn't get rid of all of it. Like, on my arm, it wouldn't get rid of all of the hair. It defeats the purpose of using Nair, then. But it gets rid of, like, 98, 99% You know what else does? A trimmer. (laughs) Just... Just but, buy two, one for your nuts and one for your face. And a little less uh, ingrown hairs with nair than what there is with trimmers. Never had that problem. But, oh, dude, I have ingrown hairs like crazy. Oh, I don't use, like, as in, like, the electric shavers. No, I'm talking about just trimmers. I know. I've never had. As am I. No, like, ingrown hairs are a bitch, dude. Like, I get Like, I use it for like... under for that under bit to sculpt the... I, you say sculpt, but I just get rid of the fucking... Because Jake... You're not like this. You took way too much out of, off of grandmother's side, and I hate you for that. I took way too much off the fucking Scottish side. I am a fuzz bucket, Jake. All of the hair on the tip of my head is technically connected to my hobbit feet hair. There is no, there is a line you can draw from here to my fucking foot, from the top of my head to my foot, because it will work its way around. It's all connected. I couldn't just shave my calf because then what happens if I pull up my leg and you see the fiery ass shit above my knee? Okay, then I'd have to go up there. I'm already there. Might as well have to shave my ass and back and front. Shave everything. I am now a big fat baby. (laughs) That's the thing though. Like, I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, the chest and stomach isn't that bad, but whenever you have fluff, like, the fluff looks worse without hair than what it does with hair. Or it looks worse without hair than it does with hair. Because it's pronounced. Yeah. Then it's just, like, fleshy and white. <laughs> it's just there. Whereas with the hair, it gives it, like, some character and some different definition. And makes Wait, you said the fluff. Different. I thought you were talking about pubes. No, no, no. I mean, okay. fluff is in fat. Like on oh, your okay. Stomach. I'm sorry. I thought you said, I thought you were meaning, like, you know, your fluff looks better with you know with everything around it otherwise it's just like you know bozo's hair popping up other than right? my face my pubes are probably the thing that i shave the most and that's even just with a trimmer it's not like shaved yeah now but I notice i say now yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i used to yeah i used to just get rid of hair period Except for my armpit no because i don't think i would do my armpit did i do my armpits at that time i had no to have. i may not have you didn't 
Yeah. Because you still but. were a stanky beast. You fucking. Oh man, that oh that. Seriously, the worst part is humidity. Yeah. That will always be your killer for two reasons. One, it makes everything that's hot muggier. Also, swampier. Do you know why everybody loves the scent of new rain? Because water heightens the sense of everything around it. Guess what sweat is? Guess what humidity is? It heightens this it motherfucker does. right here. Every one of his smells are tenfold. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad, y'all. It was bad, y'all. It was. I, that's the thing is that I'm never... I don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> it was bad. Yep. I mean, so. heck, a bit of it also had to deal with our upbringing. Horse baths, Jake. Yeah. Sank yeah. baths. It was. like We actually had to wash our, our fucking bodies with a rag in the sink. I never did that, though. Yeah, cause you, were, you could go to fucking Pence's. That, yeah, that's why I spent so much time at Friends' house, so I could actually shower. Yeah, I of had course, no friends. Out with friends, but... <laughs> it was just a fact of life. Oh. I, was not a, I was not a well-rounded person. That's why most of my friends were all your friends, because I had no personality at that time, Jake. I fucking, like, I exploded after that, sure. I'm shocked as fuck that I have an actual social circle. Hey, so, um, there's something else that it's kind of got to be in my bonnet here, all right? All right. So, I saw a video of this stupid kid... Like doing a Rick and Morty thing, which I've never oh, seen that an episode fucking, of the, the Szechuan sauce yes. thing. Now, here's my thing, Bob. Here, Here's my thing. One, everyone is either better people than me or worse people than me. Because if I was behind that counter, I would have pulled a sweep the leg and that kid would be in a puddle of his own piss and blood on the floor. If I was an onlooker, if I was in that specific location and I saw somebody acting that way, if I didn't pull them off the counter myself whenever that kid went to run through the door, I would have zangiefed his ass like with a clothesline and fucking stood over him like, what you gonna do? Because the fact that... And then I would find his little fucktard friend that was filming the whole thing thinking it would be hilarious because the the video, you know that's who it was that did the video. Yeah, obviously. But... Why in the world do people... I'm okay with people making... Obviously, we make references all the time to stuff, right? But there's also a line. What makes people think that that's funny? Because it gets them attention. Now, how to do that funny? Here's how you... Okay, context. If you haven't seen it, where the fuck have you been? Uh, I hadn't seen it until like this morning. No, no, no. As in, I've just... I've never actually watched it, Jake, because all you have to do is see the snip to know what the fuck happens and know to hate humanity. I seriously didn't have to watch it. And this is coming from someone who hasn't watched Rick and Morty. Yeah, I've never seen it all either. I, I know the concept of he bitches about wanting Szechuan, chick, a Szechuan sauce. And, of course, you see a kid at the fucking uh, counter on top of it. It's like, okay, he fuck this kid. He stands on the fucking fuck counter. Kid. Exactly. But, bitching about wanting a Szechuan. Now... How to properly do that as a reference. How to properly do, do that as a reference is, you guys got the Szechuan? Like, but, but I want my Szechuan. I want my Szechuan sauce. Aw. That's making the reference, and then going about your day. If they get it, they're going to laugh their ass off about it. True if they story. don't, they're going to assume you knew what you were, you were having fun, or you were legitimately sad. There you go. You're not fucking with anybody else's day, because guess what? That motherfucker... 
that you just wrecked their day of? And not only them, everyone else around them, they had to stop to clean off that counter because guess what? If the fucking health inspector was there and they didn't automatically clean that, guess what gets shut down? All this bullshit uh, for you to have your stupid little fucking three seconds of fame just wrecked everybody else's fucking day, you stupid motherfucker. And then everybody who keeps like sharing it and and keeps perpetuating it doesn't. Even help the it. people who do it negatively. Mm-hmm. Stop giving these fuckheads the attention they want. When you say, oh, this guy's a piece of shit, let's look at him, you're still looking at him. So as someone's being a fuckhead, I don't recognize it. I choose to ignore it. Alright? I act like everybody acts when someone gets sexually assaulted. I ignore it. That's right. Fucking political commentary. But no, seriously, I just fucking, I stop, I do not engage. Like, oh, do you say that? No, I don't. I just keep walking. Because, like you said, you, you don't know if you're better or worse than everybody. I know for a fact I'm worse than everybody. I want to say that it makes me worse than everybody because I feel like I'm no, the no, only no. one in that scenario that would be like, we're some common fucking courtesy no, and... No. Here's why I'm worse. One, first thing, I'd call the cops just to get that fucking kid arrested. Two, <laughs> not and two, it's because the simple fact, the worst thing you can do for another human being is to refuse to acknowledge their existence. That's the, the driving, the primal fear of every living being that has cognizance, that knows it's alive, is the fear of death, the fear of nothing. So by refusing to acknowledge that someone exists, it's kind of one of the shittier things you can do by ignoring them when they're trying to be clever or whatever. That's a smaller version of saying you're fucking nothing. That is the douche move. So one, call the cops, say, hey, somebody's robbing this convenience store. It's like, I, I, I think he's robbing it. He's on the he's on the counter. He's shouting at him. He's demanding things from him. I don't know what's going on. For the love of God, this person makes minimum wage. Come help us. <laughs> Click. And then walk the fuck out the door. But actually you couldn't because you'd have to use your cell phone. Fuck. True story. Balls! That would suck. That's the one bad thing. You can't do super douche moves anymore. Because, you know, there's no public phones. Seriously, though. I did. I felt bad for that kid behind the counter at McDonald's. Horribly bad. So sorry for that kid. Yep. And I'm no, like, that isn't a, oh, we're out of touch kind of thing because we're getting no. older. That is a common fucking decency thing. That is some disgusting shit to do to someone. And the people that just stood by were just as bad as he was for not for not doing anything to stop it. No. I don't care what kind of person was standing in there watching that. I don't care who you are. You could be the freak. You could be the awesome pope. All right. And guess what? You'd still be a dick for letting that kid act that way. Yeah, it's it was. And part of me would want to just be an old fuddy duddy, grabbing by his ear and drag him out of the place by his ear. But that's maybe a little too redneck. No, that's less redneck and more peepaw. <laughs> it is. I'm that's like, a peepaw move like, right there. Damn it! I'm old. If I'm wanting to drag people out by their ears. No, well, no, because up. you know how much that hurts. That's true. I Holy do. shit. And not by like the lobe. I mean, grab that fucking shit like and twerk. Just torque that shit until their ears look like fucking Shreks. 
Until we get that cauliflower and it makes you shit. Feel demean- like it's demeaning you yes. to have that done to you. It is. We have had it done to us. We know what the feeling is. I have. We have worked in customer service. It is the most disgusting no, thing. No, I mean getting pulled by the ear. Oh, the ear. Oh, I'm still talking about just. No, getting no, the, pulled by the ear. The ear thing, it's less demeaning and more of a. a Power move? Uh, it's a. It's that. It's a quick clap. It is it is a, a reset button. It's a way to reset whatever the fuck you were doing to get your mind to realize you're being a fuckle. Yep. I mean, shit. Anyway. Those, oh, fucking people. Yeah. They're horrible. Yep. People. What a bunch of bastards. All right. Draco. I have it down here. If He is the dumbest antagonist in the world because all they do... When they when the uh, train arrives, they toss their shit under the train and hop on. How hard would it be to just a uh, sneeze kabloom <laughs> and just keep walking? You could easily yeah. fuck with someone's things. Instead, what he does is he will follow them until they sit down and then knock on the door and be a snide shit. It's boring. It's boring. If you're going to be a proper antagonist, antagonize. Don't just pop up and be a douchebag every now and again. That's funny. Have some fucking like, pride. Oh, that was Ron's all... I don't get why Ron's shocked about unmoving uh, images. He's a fucking idiot. Uh, yeah. Okay, here's one. Uh, all right. This, like I said, this kind of jumps around a lot the goblet of fire one uh i do have one little note that i realized okay why harry's so good at the imperious curse at fighting it off it's not because he has huge uh will of strength because voldemort's soul is a bitter fuck he refuses to give in not because harry is strong of character He's kind of an idiot. No, it's because voldemort's soul is there and god damn it you are not going to control me his soul is a bitter little shit and will not be controlled by anybody. So he gives Harry that extra boost mm-hmm. because, oh my God, that means he gets his power from Satan. Well, wizard Satan. <laughs> wizard Satan. I don't know. I guess it's probably possible, but um, hmm. no, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if he deserves that much credit or if it really is Harry. So that's my thing. A lot of things was because of the soul, not because of Harry, though. It was sort of a, once you find out that that's the case, you find out a lot of things that he was able to do was because of that. Uh, all right, here's one, Jake. Okay. All right, so the, the two schools are showing up. Okay. And, you know, the Bobaton carriage arrives, big as a house. Right. A couple houses, actually. Right. Like a split level. All right. <laughs> And out steps. You knew this one was coming, though. Here's the description of Maxime's entrance. Okay. A shining, high-heeled shoe the size of a child's sled. That is how you convey foot size, Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) You can assume foot a child's sled. Yeah, I've read Calvin and Hobbes. Bam. (laughs) Yeah, that's a big-ass foot. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, dude. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because 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 again at what point do you measure the baby dolphin when it comes out when it's done nursing 
I don't know. Do dolphins have nipples? They're still mammals. You would think. You would assume. Google it. You're on your phone. Do dolphins have nipples? Your Google history is going to be fucked. Do the dolphins. No, not the dolphins, because then it's going to go to the cheerleaders. I got a really funny text from mom the other day. She's like, boy, you're saying the F word a lot in this Dolphins episode. (laughs) (laughs) She was, man. Oh, dude. So, look, just type in do Dolphins number five. Have nipples. And yes, we know dolphins sleep. We've all played Echo. Oh, a female dolphin has two nipples hidden inside of slits of her underbelly where the calf nuzzles its snout okay. into the slit and fills for the nipple with its tongue. They're innies. The internal. It's like they're. It's like those nipples that go inside a bit. Do Just... dolphins have boobs? <laughs> that Boob. That one's sadder. It is. Teats, nipples, sure. Teats would have been better than nipples, but I was on a roll there. No, I thought that was funny as we were saying dolphins, Mom. She did. She was like, she's like, gee, son, you sure are saying the F word a lot in this dolphins episode. I don't get those texts. <laughs> oh, that means she gave it up on me already. <laughs> she gave it up. I guess so. <laughs> I was passionate, mother. Okay. This is one thing. Why the shit could they not elaborate on what the fuck a magical contract is and why it can't be broken? What do you mean, why couldn't they elaborate? They didn't. At all. What did they say? Because this was the whole crux of why Harry had to compete. It's a magical binding contract. He has to compete. Why does he have to compete? What happens if he doesn't? The unbreakable vow. They tell you what happens if you break an unbreakable vow. You're dead. But is it... Think about it not so much as the consequence, but the fact that once a name is put in there, it automatically becomes binding. Yes. Because you're... But I I know what you're saying, but just like Fred and George, even though they got thrown back, their names were still put in there and they could have still It was the moment they crossed. The moment they crossed it, they got blasted back. They didn't get a chance to drop it. Did they not? Oh, I thought they did. Anyway, so... Oh, that's movieism. Um... Because in the movie, they put it in there before they get thrown back. Yeah. Anyway, but, it you know, whenever it comes down to it, as they say, look, put your name in with caution. Know that once you do this, it can't be undone. Yes. Okay. That part, fine. At that point, sure. Mysticism, mystery. But, but know that saying that because Harry was chosen, it cannot be undone. But why? What happens if... If he does not compete, that is what needs to but be what explained. what if nothing happens? What exactly. if it is just it, it happens and there's nothing that can be done about it? And so there's no there's no consequence because you can't undo then it. Then don't make him compete. If there is no consequence for breaking the contract for not competing, all right, why is he competing? You can just say, okay, you put your thing in, like your name got in there. It's a contract. You're going to be down in the books for the contest, but you're not fucking competing in shit. You're going to sit the fuck down and watch it. Done. End of story, Voldemort gets fucked. But because they they say he has to compete because it's a magically binding contract, he has to fucking nearly kill himself three times. But remember, 
Wizards are still very much black and white, do or do not. There's no, but there's no reason there's why no he trying. has to. There is but no reason given as other to why than he the has fact to. of that is just wizarding society. You, whether you did it or not, it's like, look, this happened. Sure, you can just show up and not compete, but no, the, the way they describe it, he has to out, compete. If it's popping out and your name pops up and you absolutely have to do it, then you might as well try instead of just standing there and being like, nope. No, because this is a child who should Once not again, be competing. Once again, we've proven time and time again that it doesn't matter. Like, all of this wizard stuff, just because you're a child, does not matter because you are still able to use magic. You have that ability, so regardless of your age, you have an ability that... A, a portion of the Earth's population, whatever portion that may be, does not have. So you are automatically seen, even at 13 or 14, that you have a responsibility as a child that adults don't have because you have this ability. Oh, that's probably my uh, dog tags. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> All right. But... This, for once, is a matter... Uh, our, our actual roles on this are reversed, Jake. Usually, I'm the one reading too much into it, and you're the ones like, this is how it's written. That's yeah. the facts. Me, I'm going just by the facts. They're saying, you have to compete. Your name's in the thing. End of story. That's right. the end of the chapter. I'm going by writing, by the way it's written on this, on this what the fuck, Potter. Why was it just, oh, you have to compete. Bye. Bum, da, da, bum, bum. Cut because, to commercial. Because remember, that's the entire way it's set up prior to that. It is I'm talking about writing, that, not the wizarding world. Writing. As in, in terms of... But that's of the thing. The explaining what would happen sets to, it up. No, it doesn't. It just yes, says it you does. have to compete. No, it doesn't no, no. say what would happen if you don't. It just says, well, you gotta. It's like, right. well, why do I gotta? Because you gotta. <clears throat> and leading up to it, right? They say that, look, this can't be undone. That means that... If your name pops out, you have to compete. But that's why, why they stress that so much. Once again, for whatever reason, that's the way the magical binding contract is set up, is that if it poops out your name, you've just got to do it and suck it up. But why? Cup. That's my thing. And this whole thing, when it, this is down to the writing. You, you can't have Hermione. the entirety of your story based around the concept that Harry is forced into this competition Without explaining what happens if why he has to. Not that he has to, because we already established he has to, but to get into the crux of the story, this is the entire plot. But they don't take the time to explain why he has to. Bob, how many okay, if people as they were getting older were reading this books, how many 14-year-olds do you know of that would want to read about how a magically binding contract works? Jake, you're talking to somebody who loves that shit, who loved that world-building shit as a but kid. But that's you, and that's me. Dude, that's not the that's not the way it is. With this, it can stay just black and white. You don't open up more holes, <laughs> giggity, by, by, if you keep it as just saying, you're, if you put your name in, you are authorizing yourself to take part in this. Period. That is your choice. Not of whether or not to compete, but the putting your name is into the goblet, even though we know Harry didn't. But 
the insertion giggity of your name into that wide brim cup. <laughs> anyway, so, he he who soweth cometh last must but, drinketh but, from the cup. But no, <laughs> that is why that is why it's set up that way because they that is the choice for the witch or wizard is putting the name into the goblet. Because once you do that, you are agreeing to participate. That's where the choice to participate or not comes in. So even though Harry did not put his name in, he did not make that choice, it is still required of him to compete. You are making a valid point, but the point you are making has no... has yes, no does. bearing on my yes, my grievance. You're like, this. why does my he grievance, have to do it? No, 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 no. My my grievance is writing, not world. You're constantly talking about the world, the wizarding world. I'm talking about the right, as in but reading the page. That's that's what the page know. says. You need to know consequences to understand. But Dumbledore trials. told them that. Dumbledore told them what the no, consequences he just told that. be. No, 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 he didn't. Yes, he, he did, did. not. Dude, he did what at the, the start. What did he fucking say? No, no, no. He said that at the start before dirt, no, no, they no. showed up. By doing this shit, you by but, while fighting, while doing this these tasks, you can die. He didn't say, "Oh, I'm sorry." If you look at the contract, paragraph A on page fucking uh, Which 138. Which is obviously what you want to shut the fuck up. Say, as you can see, his he's, ass is popping too much, you, so you don't care about any of that. You, if you uh, your name comes out here and you do not compete, you will get massive, massive wizard aids or some Once shit. Again. Nothing is said. I wanted to know why. This is the whole crux of the book, and they couldn't I'm explain telling to you. you why. No, yes, you're I not. Am. Because Once I again. Want Once you to again. Know. The Shut choice. The, fuck. the choice. Oh, I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> You knee-kicking motherfucker! <laughs> we are having two separate arguments! No, we are not! Yes, Dude, we are! The choice you're talking about, because you're saying, why was it not written that Harry couldn't have a choice between to participate or not to participate? Okay? So, that choice goes all the way back to the beginning when Dumbledore... Sorry if I kicked you too hard. <laughs> Oh, no, you barely tapped me. I just thought it was fucking hilarious. So, it goes all the way back to where Dumbledore told him. He's like, look, this is what's going to happen. So, do not enter your name in unwisely. Know that if you put put your name in there and your name comes out, you are magically, legally bound to participate. Now, we know that Harry didn't do it. That's fine. But... Once again, he laid out those rules. Okay. The choice you're I'm wanting no, in no, no, the no, 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 no. I'm wanting to stop right the there. I'm wanting to stop right there, Jake, because you said my main thing. <clears throat> you are magically required to participate. Yeah. All right. That magically required to participate part. That okay, is the whole crux fun. of the <laughs> sure entire. You too hard? No, no, no. That was from the fucking yelling. <laughs> All right. From that bit. That is the whole thing. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nobody could see that, but it was hilarious. Um, I want to know what happens if you break that contract. This is the whole crux of the story. Harry is magically bound to compete. 
Why is he magically bound to compete? What will happen if he if he breaks that binding? Because we know what happens if you break an unbreakable vow. Another magically binding contract. You'd fall dead. The end. But that's a specific. But that that one... has its own. Um, just let me get my thesis out here. That has its own setup. This vow. If you break it, you die. The end. Now, is he opening the bedroom door so he can hide from us? I don't know. He was using his his snout. He was like, yes. Yes, because I cannot close that fucking door because he will open it and get the shit in. But, and if I fully close the door, he'll whine the whole time. And I hate light. And those motherfuckers across the way have their goddamn light on until fucking well past one. Ugh, I don't like light when I sleep. I want it dark. I actually have to crumple up my freaking covers and place my phone in there so the light doesn't shine. But uh, that is my point, Jake. This whole story is based on him being forced to compete. He is mm -hmm. magically bound to this competition. He must do the thing. But they don't give the impetus of why he must. Because if he doesn't do it, what would happen? We need to know that so he knows... What's at stake? Because not is he is completely screwed because he has to do it. Because if he doesn't, this will happen. What is the this that will happen if he doesn't compete? I'm not talking about all the, oh, you'll die if you can die if you do it. I'm talking about what would happen if he didn't compete. Because he's magically bound to compete. We need to know, to, to sympathize with him in this setup, what will happen? Because the whole thing, you're on his side anyway, because he didn't want this, all right? He absolutely just wanted a year of hanging out with his friends, eating weird candy that makes you, like, blurt like an elephant or whatever the fuck they were doing in the movie, all right? He was just wanting a normal year. He was happy to get a normal year. But he has to do this. Why does he have to do it? That is my point. And it's never explained. Just even a simple line so it's of not, writing to say. Why does he have to? It's what the is the consequence binding. if he Exactly. Doesn't. Breaking the... That, that's why I said the magical contract is the point. What happens if you break a magical contract? That is the whole impetus of the story. You need to know the consequences of, of the whole crux of the story. And we don't get it. At all. And yes, I would have been just as shitty about that if I was 14-year-old reading this. Because I like Dune. 80% of that book is explaining class history, all right? And looking back in the glossary to figure out what the fuck the words they're using. Which, really, I don't understand why I don't like the Lord yeah, of the Rain yeah, books. I was going to say, but yeah, you don't right? have to read Lord of the Rain. I may have Rains. to reread those because, Jesus Christ, I love Dune. Maybe it's more like Silmarillion that you need to read instead of Lord Probably. of the Rings. And you know what? That, might, that may make me actually read Lord of the Rings because uh, you remember when I first got my Xbox... Uh, the the second game I rented was Morrowind, mm -hmm. and I did not like it. But I just happened to be online one day reading about it, just reading the the history, the lore, the story, everything, classes, and I fell in love with the game off without playing it. So I bought it like two weeks later, end up playing like freaking three hundred hours of the fucking thing. I can get into something. I you give me good lore and I am gold. The Silmarillion discusses puts more into context why Gandalf is able to come back as Gandalf the White. Yeah, because he's an angel dude thingy. Yeah, yeah. Because there's like different protectors yeah. for the realm, and he's one and of them. So and so is Sauron. Yeah, yeah. So no, like stuff like that. That may be why you might like the Silmarillion a but little no, bit better. Do but... you understand now that we were technically having two different arguments? 
Well, yeah, because, but the thing is, you were just doing a shitty job of explaining yours because- The very first, I said magical contracts. We know what happens if you break an unbreakable vow, but what about this? What happens if you break this? That's- You jumped no, at the that's fucking because gun. you did not <laughs> stop at that. You didn't stop, you didn't stop at what happens if you break it. You then kind of went into a whole different thing. That's Of what? Why. whole different thing of what, though? I don't know. I've exactly. what you said. Bullshit. Because you started talking about, oh, well, yeah, because he put his name. Like, this, like no, we were having two different arguments, and it was not my fault, Jake. No, because the same I thing won't. I was saying, you kept trying to, you would use verbiage that was trying to have the same Have you as met me? me? <laughs> How about this? Dear viewers, you'll know who is right, because if it's some reason, there's just a weird cut in that bit. It's because I cut out where I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, because you will. <laughs> yes, I will, because I am race car driver Richard fucking Petty. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and also, there's just a, ser a serious... I have no idea why Madame Pomfrey hasn't fucking strangled Dumbledore. All he does, her whole job is she loves and cares for children. At Hogwarts. Where the, the worst thing for all of Hogwarts is that Dumbledore is there. <laughs> Seriously, these kids are fucked. I'm so shocked. And even though we're not there yet, whenever it comes to oh, Dumbledore. Huh. I'm sorry, I will have to say this though. It is, I have it written down, it is the single worst place for English children's health this side of the Industrial Revolution. <laughs> Give me that history high five. Good. It's pretty good. But what? <laughs> so, have you completed Goblet of Fire whenever you've done all this? This is Goblet of Fire. Okay. So, this will be getting ahead of, of everything possibly, but what's your favorite part of Goblet of Fire? Your oh. favorite, like, scene or Oh, chapter? no. This isn't jumping ahead, because this is all what the fuck. These are right. all But I'm just critiques. curious this as to what um, your favorite chapter is. But, uh, Maybe we should have discussed that in all the books previous as well, but... Oh, we'll have it... Other episodes, yeah, we'll have what? we'll have fan we'll have fanboy episodes that aren't fanboy episodes. Right. What's your what's uh, your favorite let's chapter? See. Goblet. Let me see. Because I can tell you which one's mine. Go ahead. Parting of the ways. With Fudge and Dumbledore, where shit just kind of, and he starts to put everything in where motion, calls him Snape, yeah. and where Sirius everybody starts is realizing Fudge's issue. Yeah, that's my favorite chapter. Just that that where Harry felt like he finally saw the real Fudge. Not only that, but the scene with Harry and Molly. Oh, God. Like, I've got chills right now just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, my, like, my calves kept, are a bit. He kept trying to give, like, the money to Molly and, you know, and oh. and all. Oh, it's so heart-wrenching, yeah. man. Because I think that's all in the same chapter, if I'm not mistaken. It's still in the part. Yes, because Harry takes the potion, goes to sleep, and he gets woken up whenever Dumbledore and Fudge is arguing. Harry gets woke to what's going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, no, that's pro that's. I will have to give you that. Though the only scene that could top that one is whenever he gives his winnings to Fred and George. Which is part of it. No, it's, because, it's the, the be, leaving chapter. So the chapter after that is where he no, gives it Owl to... No, Post. After that is Owl Post 2. Right, and that's where he that's where they leave for the year. Oh, it is? Oh. Yeah, because the right, final you're right, chapter is You're right, you're right, because he where, stops them, yeah. And where they straight 
fuck Malfoy. Yep. Holy shit. Yep. But he gives that, and he's like, just buy Ron some, some dress robes. No, that's that may be the only one that could top it. Like, Fred and George no, are seriously that, that like... that scene is great, but, but no. But Harry and Molly yeah, and that the ways, entire, I'm going to have oh, to give that to you. It is probably the best chapter. chapter. Yeah. That's that's one of the top five chapters of the entire series, too. That That's a good one. I'm, I would have to say the number one chapter of the entire series is when Luna fucking... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that she's announcing the Quidditch uh, finals Quidditch. or whatever. Yes, that was by far the best that chapter. That was really good. Because <laughs> it's so fucking hilarious. It's true. <coughs> I don't know. I think the only one he ever feared was probably my all-time favorite chapter. The fight. The like, fight in order. Where, where Sirius dies and then it starts the new chapter. And yeah, Harry, the like, fight. Cha- oh. yeah. That was a damn good fight. Oh. Which, oh. one of the few things. Man. <coughs> To where the book and uh, movie were different and equally amazing. Because the whole time in the in the book, it's amazing. They're doing all this awesome magic. But in the stuff. movie, they're in the like movie, disapparating constantly. It's also because and... of they're able to convey more emotion. Just simply, it's a much quicker fight. Yeah. But damn, it's like old time Harry gets up. He's like, like, fuck off. He just like magically force pushes Good him one, down. James. I like uh, how they subtly added that into the movie. And, you know... Because it showed the whole series yeah. kind of trying to put Harry in James' yeah. spot. but It was a good way. Like, that is good directing. Yep. That's good uh, good that's adaptation. No, no, no. As in, it's good adaptation because they don't have time to constantly talk about, he's not James, he's not James. Oh, he thinks you're James. Which is brought up in the writing yep. a lot. But no, just that one scene is like, good one, James. Like, yeah, he felt like he had his best friend back mm-hmm. in Harry. Which... That explained everything you needed to know about Sirius mm-hmm. Black in the movies. Yeah. It was amazing. Yep. It was a really well done piece of adaptation. Yep. yep. Still, that's why it's my favorite movie. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to give two more. <coughs> of all the, the things fuck? we argued about, we argued about fucking magically binding contracts and the consequences of those contracts. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> This, this I have just as a cook. I have this segment. <coughs> this is in reference. What? Why does it say to prom? Jake. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I do we apologize. We get to that one. Okay. Read it, Bob. <laughs> I saw two prom. Dodge. Shit. Okay. Can we please I take a moment to appreciate so the simple fact that Crumb, an 18-year-old, asked a 13-year-old girl to prom, Jake. Dude, she was, like, <laughs> she was 15 or 14, whatever it okay, was. Okay, that's going to need that's some the... elaboration. <laughs> Fuck, I Jake. hate you, bro. <laughs> hey, this was the one thing I had for that. Okay, <laughs> history lesson. I am a fat, slubby shit. I always have been a fat, slubby shit. Jake was actively popular. Uh, yeah, that's true. Okay, because you used to say no to where we'd have to tell you to shut the fuck up. I was trying to be humble, Bob. Fuck you. When you're trying to be humble to people who didn't have a thing, you sound like a oh, douchebag. brother. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. All right, I'll tell that story, okay? Had this uh, crush on this girl, like, what, third, second to fourth grade. Who, you? Yeah. She just, Which and one? then she moved, all right? Then in Berea, first year of Berea, I happen to see someone who looks incredibly familiar. We're in the same van on one of the trips, and she actually, it's like, you look familiar, 
And we find out that, yeah, that was the chick I had the crush on. It's like, holy shit. It's like, hey, how's your brother? What the fuck? <laughs> I was so fucking Why pissed didn't off. Why you specify which brother? Jake. <laughs> Here's the weird thing. She had to be in first grade when you left. How the fuck did she remember what do you? Mean you? When I left? First or second grade? Because we had one year in the same elementary. No, dude. I was there until fifth grade. You were only three years behind, so that'd be second grade. Okay. I was off by one fucking formative so year, Jake. By the time you hit third grade, I was in sixth grade. Exactly. And yes, I would not but have been still, all right. I want you to think about how many memories of people you have in the second grade. Now I want you to think of how many people you have, memories you have of people who are four years older than you. Okay. Who are going to the same school mm-hmm. for none of your time. How the fuck did she fucking remember you? Oh, I mean, Bob, I don't want to <coughs> brag or nothing. Fuck you. <laughs> That's why this story is that much sweeter. So my senior year of high school, so this would have been like March, April of 2000, okay? Come up on prom time. I I buy a second ticket, right? Because I figure I'll have a date, whatever. So I'm doing the whole trying to find a date. What does he do? He asks a freshman. freshman, All right. In her response, oh, that's sweet. Is it, was it that's sweet or that's cute? Either way, that's cute, but either way, her response was, "Aw, poor thing." Dude, I found happiness in that so much that you had to point it out. You know, <laughs> I fuck had fuck to write it down. I actually had to write down ellipses, Jake, <laughs> capital letters, exclamation point, underlining. <laughs> But see, that prom was so terrible, though. So the girl because it was prom, Jake. I know, dude. Trust me, I learned that year that prom was bullshit. Jake, dude. I had a better prom night than you. Do you know what I did at prom night? I got high as fuck and played Dynasty Warriors. My prom night was awesome. Well, my prom <laughs> night was and eh, but the you spent night way itself. too much money. And didn't have any fun. I didn't spend way too much money. Any money is way too... Dude, tickets were like 100 a pop. No, it was like 70 bucks for two tickets. Fuck! Still! So, so with my little measly Big Lots job, I already had the tickets, so I had to pay off my tux rental, had to pay off the remaining uh, amount of the the hotel room that me... Larry Winterland, Chad Duvall, and Big Bunny all went in on. No, it was like 45 bucks for one night, so we all just Oh, sorry, just ka-ching. But I was the only one that was 18, so it went into my name. Ka-ching. Then I had to think about paying for dinner. Ka-ching. Gas in the Suburban. See, I mentioned that because that's the crux. So the girl I ended up going to prom with... Who was one of your classmates? Yes. She was a freshman as well. Um, but she was cool people. Yeah. So. Um, Don't really remember her name. I know she was Sheena. cool people. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Anyway. So whenever I get my paycheck before uh, prom, so two days before prom, right? My paycheck was like 75 bucks because I got paid <sighs> weekly at Big Lots and it was $5 an hour, right? So I get my $75 check and I'm like, 
dude, I cannot put gas in the Suburban to go out to drive out to Stab and pick her up. And remember, Stab is where Sammy Catron was shot. He was shot in Stab. <laughs> remember that. Always remember that, Bob. I didn't know that. Holy shit, no. Yeah, when, when Sammy Catron was <laughs> because assassinated. Because I love telling that story. He was, he was at a fish fry and stab, and he was shot. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it is. Anyway. I'm sorry, Catron's kind of an asshole. I'm yeah. not going to say, oh, what a loss. He was a fucking dirty cop. Yep. Big anyway. whoop. Anyway, so... Um, so I call up Sheena and I'm like, look, you know, I got my paycheck. I've got to finish paying off everything. I was like, I, I'm sorry. I cannot drive out to pick you up. Right. I was like, I just can't put in the gas money to be able to go do it. Of course, you know, she was all distraught and everything finished talking to her about five, 10 minutes later, the phone at the house rings and it's her mom. Oh, all right, and she's like, she's like so distraught. We just bought the dress today and all this other stuff. She's like, why do you not want to take her? I was like, it's not that I don't want to. I literally cannot afford to. And I laid out the situation. I'm like, look, I'm trying not to ask my parents for money to do this. I'm trying to do everything on my own. And I can't put, I, I was like, gas money wise in the vehicle, I can't do it. She was quiet for, for like 30 seconds or so. And she's like, well, what if I just dropped her off at the hotel room like before prom? Would you take her? I was like, yeah, of course I would. It's not that I don't want to take her. It's just can't come out and pick her up. And she's like, okay, well, let's just plan on that then. I was like, sure, I'm good with that. And I was like, you know, how do we, how do you want to work out the, you know, getting her back? Because I want to make sure that she's taken care of. She's like, it's okay. We'll figure it out as we go along. Yeah. She let her daughter stay in a hotel room with me. She dropped her underage daughter off at a hotel room. (laughs) Dude, whenever I tell that story, especially to moms in Utah, like, (laughs) it is the funniest response. It's like, who, what kind of mother leaves their daughter at a hotel room with a boy? (laughs) Most likely a mother who gave her daughter a shank. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty funny. Other than listening to Chad Duvall and his girlfriend at the time have sex in the shower because my bed was like right up against the wall. (laughs) And then Larry Winterland's date, Heather, she was a girlfriend at the time. She had like half a beer and was crying about being drunk and how she was going to hell. Oh my God. The bunny was pissed because we didn't stop and get rubbers. (laughs) He's like... Fuck, man. I told you we should have stopped earlier. I was like, dude, sorry. Just He's like, fuck, man. <laughs> Bonnie. We- <coughs> I think I'm calling it there. I can't fucking, I can't follow up with that. I got two more. So the prom. Two more. <laughs> the one that you fucking, I can't believe I forgot that that was there. But I can't either. It was a way of stabbing at me and you didn't take it. Right? So. Okay. This is, uh... <laughs> I have two. One. <laughs> I'm still laughing at Crumb and Hermione. Who's 18, asked he out was of 18 and asked out a fucking 14. 13-year-old child. 14, no, she became a... She turns uh, 14 in like, yeah, later like on. Like February or some yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah, she anyway. was 13 at the time. <laughs> this shit's funny anyway. Go she ahead. was a child. <laughs> anyway, this one, it, it goes out to all the cooks out there. All the people who who apply their trade as a cook. All right. This is a note to all ladies out there. This is in regards to how to get to the kitchen. All right. 
If you want, <laughs> you that... like this is for all the ladies out there on how to get to the kitchen. Oh shit! No, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That was a framework when they're trying to get to the kitchen to talk to the elves. Holy shit, Jacob! Oh, Holy shit! Okay. Oh, thank yes, Bubby, come here. Protect me from oh myself. What the fuck? All right. <laughs> so. Oh shit, that's funny. To all ladies, if you want to know how to get that good, good food. You got to know how to tickle the furry pair. How do you fuzzy. get fuzzy instead of furry? They're synonymous. <laughs> All you got to do to get that good good food is <laughs> I'm just hey, I'm not saying you got to. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm not I'm saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. That is that goes to the mind of just about every cook who's also a horrible person. <laughs> and one last one, Jake. When Harry is going over with Sirius, what they did, or what the uh, contestants did to their dragons, the horrible, horrible things they have done to those dragons, <laughs> they state that Crumb used the conjunctivitis curse. Right. Sirius, whose response was, that's what I was going to tell you to use to go for the eye. The conjunctivitis curse. Conjunctivitis is literally pink eye, Jake. Yeah. Sirius Black wanted Harry Potter to give a dragon pink eye. That's how you get pink eye. <laughs> Quite literally, yes. That, on paper, is how you get That's pink eye. That's probably my favorite line from Knocked Up. I That's still use that line. That's how you get pink eye. <laughs> I do too, dude. I'm the same way. That is like the best line in that movie. No, That's how Even if it eye. doesn't have anything to do with like poop arts. Nope. <laughs> but I still find that hell at one. There's actually a conjunctivitis curse, which means that they know enough about muggle technology to know what conjunctivitis is. And also, Sirius Black wanted Harry Potter to give a dragon pink eye. He is a bad influence, <laughs> not in a way to where Harry wants to do bad things. He's a bad influence because he gives stupid advice. <laughs> I want you to take that dragon and make it harder, make it to where it's harder to see things for it, and it's really pissed off. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's make it to where this dragon attacks because everything and is pissed crumb, off. Didn't Crumb lose points because his because it stepped on an eggs. egg? Yeah, yeah. He killed a baby dragon with pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I saw that though. I'm so that glad so you great. saw it too. That was so great. I just saw Jake really big. Oh, you yeah, actually saw it the other day too, and I was looking at things like, why does it say Jake there? I was like, we'll get to it. That is the best, dude. Alright. That's gonna do it for this episode of a brother's quarrel, I do believe it will. Remember, when traveling and stab, be aware of being shot. <laughs> Oh, that would have been a good... That's a Marx Brothers sketch <laughs> waiting to happen. It's like, what happened? He was shot. He was shot. He was shot and stabbed. He was shot and stabbed? Like, no, he was shot and stabbed. That's what I said. <laughs> like, yeah, he was shot and stabbed. Like, why are you saying that? <laughs> well, I guess Laurel and Hardy, because it's more who's on first. Who got shot and stabbed. <laughs> Who knows? I still have that Maybe issue the of... next sheriff will get stabbed and hung. <laughs> I, uh, I still have the Maxim magazine where they talked about where they talked about Kentucky and uh, 
and weed, and they mentioned the whole Sammy Catron Dude, thing. I still a lot of things bring up that because you know, it's it's one of those those uh, open conspiracies where and, everybody fucking knows. And it's one of those you can't make this shit up. No, truth being stranger than fiction. Truth being stupider than fiction. Yeah. The like you don't the need dude Columbo. Was already, the dude was already gonna win. Jeff Morris was gonna win the. the Why would he use or pay somebody? He's like, oh, I'm gonna hire an assassin to kill my rival. Assassin. <laughs> Little bunny foo foo. <clears throat> I'm gonna hire an assassin to kill my rival with my own gun. Yep. Uh in stab. <laughs> Shoot him in the head and stab. God damn. Anyway, <clears throat> y'all know how to reach us. Uh, Brotherscrollgmail.com, uh, at ABQ Podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q Podcast. And so, until next time, <clears throat> we here at a Brothers Quarrel would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. Especially where Jake and Prom is concerned. <laughs> <laughs>